Welcome to the Gamer Trainer Podcast. We talk about everything from the body, business, and brains of gaming to help you, the gamer, level up your life in and out of games. Alright guys, so another episode for you today, and we're talking about the thing we love, esports. So what I want to mainly talk about is esports not being the future. Because we've all got this, this vision that esports is the future, it's where we're heading, you know what I mean? Like, okay, mainstream sports are your soccer, your footballs, all these sort of things, and esports is the future. One day, we'll get there. But, you know, do you want to know what the truth is? Esports is not the future. Esports is here, right now, and we're here to stay. We are already selling out the MGM Grand, where they have Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao, where they have UFC events. And trust me, so many UFC events, think about how big UFC is. It just got sold for, what was it, some ridiculous amount, like a billion something, a couple billion dollars. And they, were, they can have some events at the MGM Grand, obviously without Conor McGregor, they don't sell out. They have very poor pay-per-view ratings, they have poor attendances. And poor entertainment value in general, they don't have the same production value. We have events at MGM Grand, like DreamHack, that are absolutely phenomenal and amazing. We have soccer stadiums that are selling out and with amazing production, world-class production that is just setting new standards in how events should be run. You would be surprised at how we think we're behind in some respects. As gamers, we've got a lot to learn from different industries, but in a lot of respects, we are so far ahead. And something for us to be proud of, guys. Really need to unite, unite together this community, this esports community, and realize that Esports is not the future. The esports is the present. We're here right now. Let's take control. Stop waiting for opportunities and create them right now, today. Because it is absolutely possible that we create these opportunities, these massive stadium events. It's possible in Australia. It just needs to be packaged right and it will happen. I have faith in the guys at ESL Australia, what they're doing. I wish back in the day I had worked with people like Nick Vanzetti a lot earlier. But I have faith in what they're doing. It's just that matter of time, if we keep hustling and working every single day that we have these big events in Australia, because like I said, it's not the future, it's right now. It's for us to take action, take responsibility as a community, unite, and let's make this happen. Let's prove all those haters, those doubters, like I mentioned in previous podcasts, wrong. Let's have these huge-ass events. I'm telling you, I've been to the Arnold Classic in Melbourne, which is, apart from Mr. Olympia, is... Arnold Classics is the next big premier bodybuilding event on the world scale. You've got world champion bodybuilders there. Huge names in the fitness industry. These guys are competing at these events and getting like $50,000. And you know how hard they work, how much money they spend on supplements, in quotation marks, how much money they spend on their training facilities, on coaches and food, all this stuff. To be one of the best in the world and only win 50,000. Well, we've got multi-million dollar competitions for our world champions in respective games. We sold out stadiums. And I'm telling you, those, the, the production value at these Arnold events as well, compared to our events, pretty pathetic. Like you, If you went there, compared to the events that we have even on a local level run by kids perhaps in the early 20s, they're pretty poor. You're talking like music cutting out in the middle of a, a pose down. You're talking about microphone just gener- like cutting out as well and going off and volume issues and just this lack of organization and preparation. And this is why a company that has been around for many years and run by people in their 40s, 50s, 60s, 
that are in big companies. And us as a very, very young esports industry are completely outshining these guys. We are making a mockery of them. And you've got League of Legends as an example, been around for almost, what, I think it's eight years now? What do you think we're looking at eight years? If I'm wrong, correct me in the comments. But League of Legends, eight years, and we've got World Championship Finals that have 400, four to 500 million viewers. You've got the Super Bowl, how long the Super Bowl has been around a lot longer, and a lot more, in quotation marks, mainstream. And you've got over 100 million people, watch that. Four times as many people watch the League of Legends World Championship Finals and watch the Super Bowl. That is freaking insane. And think about how much money there is in the Super Bowl. So there's a lot of untapped potential as well that we've got in esports. You've got the World Cup Finals, which is soccer World Cup Finals, is without a doubt, putting everything aside, is the biggest sporting event on the globe. And that generates about a billion people watching that. So we're, we're halfway there. We're ha ha I'll be honest, now, League of Legends is a fantastic game, but Call of Duty is my game. You know? I don't enjoy watching League of Legends as much as I do first-person shooters. But to see the success in League of Legends is phenomenal. And I can't not watch those events just because of the, the way they package together the, the whole event, the, the players, the personalities, everything is fantastic. It's brilliant. And to an extent, is is just again, is even better than some of these major events like your Super Bowl and your World Cups. The production, everything is phenomenal. And for a game that's eight years old, where are we going to be when it's twenty years old? Obviously, the battle we have in esports is that, as an example, you've got soccer is soccer. In ten years, the game is probably, apart from very minor changes, is going to be the same, and people will still love. It. I love soccer. I'm a big soccer fan. But the, the problem is that the only problem we have in esports is that esports is not a sport itself. We have esports, but we have all these different types of games. So the argument could be made is that in 10, 15, 20 years, is CSGO, League of Legends, Call of Duty, are these games still going to be relevant and popular? Obviously, we have the opportunity for new games to come in and take over. That's the beauty of esports, it's never always the same, it's always changing and rapid. But the only problem we have is consistency and lifespan. And dealing with issues like, because obviously players are playing so young in their prime and they retire, what's their, what's their outlook post-retirement? Post Do they have a good career path to get into some sort of coaching, commentating, all this sort of stuff? This is something we need to look at is the whole infrastructure and the whole, the whole dynamics that is esports. Because we're, we're so young when you, and then you can start looking at things like unions and like even MMA is going through this whole players union thing at the moment. What do we look at esports? Are players going to start being protected by dodgy organisations? Are organisations going to be start getting protected by players not fulfilling the ends of the contracts? And vice versa. Like we're so young and it's such an exciting time to be a part of this massive, this massive revolution, which is not something in the future, but is of right now that we're a part of. That, that was one of my huge things to come back into into esports is that when I started Mindfreak I had this massive vision and it was probably I was probably a bit young and naive because I tried to just do everything at the same time I tried to do ESL and but that in reality it was my way of trying to maybe turbocharge the same too fast when in reality 
events is not my thing. It was ACL's thing and Nick Vanzetti's thing, and I should have worked with him on that. Well, teams and mind freak and, and players and the gamers and all like that that player slash competitive level are my thing. I want to be dealing with, with you guys, with organization owners, with players and teams and, and the mind freak squads on a daily basis. I want to get the best out of you. I want to make sure you guys are doing things right and you're improving. Improving as organizations, growing your brands, getting better as players, understanding what it takes to win and be successful and to lose as well. You need to know what it takes to lose because you're going to lose a lot in life, not just in esports. You'll lose more than you win. But those losses is what you bounce back from. But it's such an exciting time, guys. It's like such an exciting time to be a part of esports. And we need to understand. We need to. Sometimes we get so caught up in everything that we're building, we're developing, and everything that's happening in esports. Sometimes, and this is a message too, if there's any ESL guys listening, if Nick's listening, anyone from the old ACL, is really sit back and appreciate. Sometimes you need to soak it all in. Obviously, we don't get complacent. Let's sit back and soak in what we've achieved and what we're a part of. Because they're going to look back on these years. And I even, I even look back at seven years ago when we started MyFree and think of them as, a, as the glory days, as those unbelievable days where it was very raw about the game. But who knows, where we're going to look, the generations to come in, in 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years, what are they going to look back on this era and think? Because they're going to look back on this era and think, wow, what? The, when esports is, is the most predominant thing on the entertainment thing on the planet, they're going to look back on this year and think, wow, what a, what a time that would have been to be alive. They were, those guys back then were changing the world. They were really writing their name in history and really putting their name there, like they're defi- defining their moment in history and everything they stood for and what they've achieved. Because that's what we're doing right now. So everyone that's part of this community, this massive esports game movement, Really appreciate what we're doing because there's something special. And that, this is something I really had to get off my chest on, on this moment, this age that we're in, this esports era. And let me say again, we're not the future, we are the present. Esports is here to stay, guys. We ain't going nowhere. And all these haters, just keep proving them wrong. Thanks for listening, guys. And as you know, always. As always, post in the comments below, tweet at me at mf underscore rigs, DM me any questions, any topics you want me to discuss, any people I can get on to interview, and I'll try and make it happen and help you guys improve. Thanks for listening. Peace.